Thank you for listening to Believe. My name is Nicholas Upchurch. Now here's a great clip from our show where we discuss with you our universe. Right. Oh, yeah. The Gnostics talk about this. Uh, now, of course, we have David Icke. He mentions a lot of things. Absolutely. But there is also some text that were even in the hands of the Jesuits and that got some. What are they hiding? Aliens. What are they hiding there? What does My, the Vatican know about the aliens? Well, this is the topic that I discuss in Invisible Master. There is the Vatican, the fact that there has been marriage between these entities and men to create these hybrids already since the ancient times. Uh, there is actually reports of these marriages between men and these entities already four centuries ago in, 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 in material found in the Vatican archives. So we are really for the first time facing uh, this, uh, this material in a different light. Of course, if you discuss these things uh, even 100 years ago, the church will still be too powerful, will reach you, will eliminate you, will not uh, want to, you to know the truth. But the truth is that in the end, they are sacrificing, uh, even do using um, still the terrible tool of human sacrifice with the rituals because they are connected to these slave gods. And these slave gods, of course, demand sacrifices. They're not, uh, you know, like uh, only something you can dialogue with without giving anything. And they, of course, are uh, in complete uh, uh, denial of the truth of what happens within the Vatican walls. But within the Vatican walls, there is Satanism. There is Satanism and there is satanic masses that have been going on for a long, long time. They're connected to ancient pagan cults of uh, uh, warlords, uh, gods that demand human sacrifice and all kinds of things. And they are totally aware of this kind of, uh, of thing, but they don't want the ordinary folk to know this because it would destroy their idea, which is connected to a farce. And so the Vatican... Are there any good, quote unquote, good people or, or people not into Satanism in the Vatican now? Absolutely. We have to always understand that there is a lot of people. Remember, the most powerful forms of satanic activities or occult activities are done by elites of people that manipulate other people using the device uh, that uh, the most easy device on earth, which is usually blackmail, pointing on their weak spots. But they are not people that, uh, you know, they want to be involved directly with their uh, occult control. But in this elite uh, that meets up in secrets uh, in certain places, uh, especially in, in, a, in a specific church uh, in, uh, near the, the, the headquarters of the Jesuits, well, they do black masses, but the, the, the ordinary person in the Vatican, the nun, the, they might be good people around there. This is, it's always a minority that corrupts things, no? But uh, this minority, unfortunately, now has corrupts things all over them and all around them. So, I mean, there's very little now that is not corrupt within the Vatican walls, definitely. They might not all be aware of the satanic activities, but there is a lot of them involved in, in them, even without knowing it. Because in the end, pedophilia 
it's linked to satanic activities. And even if a priest does pedophilia, only the act of pedophilia itself is an act not made by an ordinary person, but by a priest. So it has a completely different value uh, in, in, in a magical sense, in an esoteric sense. It's a completely different thing. So you are playing really with uh, some very delicate things because you, you are supposed to be a holy person uh, with an apostolic lineage that goes all the way up to Jesus Christ and Peter, and you are involved with pedophilia. Well, I mean, uh, some, some very sick stuff here because then we remember what happened at the fall of the Roman Empire. Most of the people involved in it were doing uh, these things, were involved in pedophilia. In the meantime, the empire started to crack down, the barbarians arrived, and all of a sudden, the whole of the, the and we found ourselves in the dark ages. Mm. <laughs> so, I wow. mean, history might repeat itself, you know? It so, could uh, be. We have to be careful. So, we just showed on screen um, the Vatican considers possibility of aliens. And, uh, you know, for people who aren't who are thinking this all sounds a little bit crazy, we just showed on screen the Vatican's been talking about. In fact, I think they have something in Arizona, some sort of uh, uh, telescope called Lucifer right in Arizona right now. They actually have a. And by the way, I think they already know a lot. But in terms of aliens, people are really you know, that's a big topic. I mean, and you're right in you're right in Rome. I love Rome, by the way. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. You're right in Rome. What else do you, okay, the good, let me ask you this, the quote unquote, the people, the good, the good people in the Vatican, the people not involved in Satanism, what are they, what do you think they're wanting to do in terms of disclosing alien life? But, um, there is uh, in charge of this disclosure, the Jesuits. From a Jesuit, we went to another Jesuit, I think it's now Father Costa Magno, who is in charge of the a Vatican uh, specular there, which uh, takes care of this whole astronomy, but also of the possible or eventual dialogue with alien beings. Uh, before there was Father Nunes who started to open up with uh, also saying certain things like the ones you just reported earlier about the fact that the, the Vatican started really this idea, what about if there were aliens? And even the Pope at one point said, well, if an alien shows up, I will... Uh, I will, of course, I will bless him. I will, and, and so I mean, ready to baptize the alien. You know, <laughs> that, that, that is uh, <laughs> a scoop. Uh, you know, they want to push on the people. While in reality, uh, the alien reality might not be so easy, uh, peasy like uh, you know they might want to depict because it's it's a, it's a reality that might uh, demand from them uh, some big sacrifices because uh, since ancient times if the gods sh start showing up uh, live and direct at that point the next thing they ask is life is, uh, is unfortunately human sacrifices we know this uh, from from uh, ancient times over and over again every time these beings showed up Unfortunately, after we have this uh, dramatic. It didn't look step. good. Well, I, I will say, you know, I've had I've had contact with some invisible beings. It's a very strange thing to say. I don't expect anybody to believe it. Uh, so far, I'm okay. I, I think maybe there's a lot going on we can't see. In fact, we, we absolutely we get into 
and there is also good beings. There is beings sure. of light, beings that can be of help to humanity and that want to help humanity in their progress. Uh, we are talking about a division that uh, in the Christian world we see with angels and demons. Of course, this is a uh, overly simplification that is mm. made, uh, no? but uh, it goes through a whole range of beings that uh, relate to the Creator in a different way because, of course, they have a different experience in the universe. Now, uh, we have different dimensions. Uh, the fact that there is, uh, these beings are extra-dimensional beings, the fact that, of course, they can live uh, uh, parallel to us, just as a different vibration, Right. Well, it makes it very difficult for us to, uh, to to eventually be sure of their presence if we ourselves are not ready. That's why, since ancient times, the initiates said that you have to have a pure heart in order to encounter something and, like this. And we just played from the World Government Summit, Elon Musk, echoing what you said, Leo. Uh, he said in at the World Government Summit, we just played a clip yesterday, I believe, or last week, depending on when we air this, that he said, if there, there probably are other beings, and if they're super intelligent, they've probably already been observing us. It's very likely, and we're just smart, not smart enough to realize it. So Elon Musk, which a lot of people think as a, a credible guy in the business world, and then he also is, you know, the Tesla CEO, but also Elon Musk, in terms of all the Satanism, and I want to ask you about this. Elon Musk has also talked about that, uh, specifically with AI, he said that AI, and you know, Elon Musk kind of throws me for a loop because then he has this company called Neuralink, and then he seems well, to be doing- it's, uh, that, uh, Of course, uh, he's based in California, no? Um, it's tough, right, no. it's a Democrat stronghold, but he he's at least admitting but it. You, have, you, you asked me earlier, what has changed in the Democratic Party? The Democratic Party has become simply a tool for people like George Soros, for people like the Rothschild, for people like the defunct now Rockefeller, to implement their idea of communism and progressive ideology that can completely eradicate every single tradition on the planet because those traditions can be uh, a problem for this new world order. Because if you have a strong nation nationalism, you can't have a new world order. If you have a strong religion, you can't have a new world order. If you have uh, then a strong identity, you can't have a new world order. So what, what does the new world order want? The new world order wants people who think in, uh, in the same way. And let's say that the virtual world created by Silicon Valley and in California after the birth of the New Age, which the New Age was experimented 100 years ago in Switzerland at Mount Verita. It was there that people like Theodore Royce of the OTO and also Carl Gustav Jung and many others from the new early New Age scene is historic, what I'm saying. Yeah? It's not a conspiracy. Right. Historians say the New Age scene was born first in Mount Verita and then it moved to California. So here I'm talking about history. I'm not talking about conspiracy theories, right. lizards. Here this is history. So the New Age scene created by a bunch of Masons, Illuminati, because at Mount Verita, it was full of theosophists, Masons, Illuminati, 
Theodor Royce, I mean, if he founded a lodge out of all the people who went to Mount Verita, this uh, lodge basically based in Zurich with all the followers of Mount Verita, that became an experimental ground for all the trends, the vegan, the vegetarian, the guy who moved and made the ballet, modern ballet, the other guy who, who danced under the sun, the other guy who smoked a joint, they all happened to be in Mount Verita. Then, later on, after Alistair Crowley, who was himself a product of Mount Verita, even if uh, he wasn't uh, very welcome there because at one point he got into clash because he wanted in Mount Verita the people to accept Telema as their religion of the new aeon of the new age. And this was refused at one point. So he went to California. In California, he found a bunch of people. Among these people, there was also a guy called Parsons, as you know, who was involved with the, 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 the first rockets and so with the early birth of NASA and, and all kinds of spies from the SS and from Germany who arrived right. and Operation supported didn't arrive without bringing also their own branches of Satanism with them. So all this uh, creates uh, in the late 50s the first, you know, beat revolution, people like William Barrows, of course, uh, Brian Geis, and then you have Kerouac on the road, this idea of freedom. But let's remember that all these people were Crawleyites, they were people that lived the way of Telema, do what thou wilt, should be the whole of the law. They were free of doing what, because they had to break with Christianity, with these preconceptions, they had to implement the new age. And they managed to do this because, of course, from California, from Los Angeles, from San Francisco, the birth of this new culture that, in a way, changed completely the world. And then, those people who were born out of the new age founded Silicon Valley. Yeah. And, and, um, David, David Ike does say that Silicon Valley is like the devil's den, but you know, before we get into that, I've actually been there. I lived in Santa Monica. There's so many good people. And we're going to talk about what the good people can do that are new age and Catholics. I was in Long Beach uh, three years ago uh, for uh, three months, uh, Los Angeles. I, I love Santa Monica. I love California. Beautiful. I love the people. But, but, so I, I, but there is a problem. 